welcome to the We Talk Health podcast, the official podcast for West Tennessee Healthcare. Please be advised that this podcast is not intended to replace any medical advice. Always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing said in this podcast is intended to supersede or supplement the direction of your medical caretakers. If you have any questions, please reach out to us at wetalkhealthpodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to answer any questions you may have. Welcome to another episode of We Talk Health. My name is Will Cashagro, and joining me today is Dr. Jordi Espel. He is a plastic surgeon at West Tennessee Medical Group Plastic Surgery Clinic in Jackson, Tennessee. Dr. Espel, how are you? Excellent. Thank you, Will. Good. Thank Thanks you for so coming much in. For, thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. So today we're going to be talking about breast reconstruction surgery. And before we do that, I want to welcome you back and uh, tell me a little bit about you. So like, what do you like to do when you're not at work? Thank you, Will. Yes, I love spending time with my family. We love going and uh, for a walk uh, with the dogs. Mm-hmm. We have two beautiful dogs, Border Collies, who have all the energy in the world. Amazing. And uh, <laughs> sometimes we, we love uh, you know, to have a little hike. I love uh, running. And if I'm at home, I just like to read and spend time with the family. Yeah, sure. In our previous podcast, you said you've lived in Tennessee for a little while now and came from Texas. And before that, you were hailed from Mexico and Spain, which I think is amazing. So we're super glad to have you here in Tennessee. What's your favorite part of Tennessee? Uh, that's a, such a tough question. Uh, we did spend a few years in Memphis, okay, which uh, we loved. A very, very uh, interesting city. Uh, however, we really like the Smoky Mountains. The Smoky oh, Mountains... Yeah are so green and full of water and we found absolutely majestic Mm -hmm. if you ever have a chance i was in uh, gatlinburg not long ago if you ever have a chance to do a helicopter tour uh you 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 definitely should i saw some amazing sights doing that not long ago so Just Thank definitely you for check it for sure. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about breast reconstruction, and uh, we've got several questions. So, we'll just kind of dive into it. So, I feel like the answer is obvious here, but is breast cancer common? So, yes, breast cancer, unfortunately, is one of the most common types of cancer in the U.S. It affects around one in eight women. Wow! So, some patients can be treated with breast conservation. Uh, and non-surgical treatments. That means chemotherapy and radiation therapy while keeping the breast tissue. Mm-hmm. And other patients will require surgery. Among the surgical options, some individuals undergo lumpectomy, which is removal of a, sp- a specific area of the breast that has the potential cancer. And other people may receive a mastectomy, mm-hmm. which means removal of the breast tissue in the entire breast. One of the breast cancer surgery's main goal is to try to ensure that all abnormal tissue is removed. In addition, some female patients elect to undergo a mastectomy due to a benign breast condition or to prevent cancer in the future, Mm -hmm. which is a prophylactic mastectomy. So is breast reconstruction feasible after a mastectomy? Yes. Women who encounter the diagnosis of breast cancer walk through a very difficult path. As this medical condition presents the patient with lots of physical challenges as well as emotional concerns, leaving some patients facing perhaps the steepest climb of their lives. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, 
with improved screening and early detection, many women with breast cancer have an excellent prognosis, both from the functional and the aesthetic viewpoints. So once breast cancer has been treated, ladies have the option of receiving breast reconstruction to have breasts again. Breast reconstruction can positively prevent psychosocial outcomes, including reducing depression and anxiety, increasing the body image, increasing the self-esteem, gaining self-image, gaining emotional function, social function, and sexual function. So yes, patients who undergo a mastectomy due to cancer or other breast conditions may be offered breast reconstruction. Ladies need to remember that the two breasts, like the two ears or the two eyes in our faces, are similar. However, they are not quite the same. Understanding that while reconstruction of perfect breasts cannot be achieved, creating a pleasant breast mound and maximizing the aesthetic appearance of the chest, it is doable, it is feasible. Can many patients with breast cancer benefit from consulting with a plastic surgeon? Indeed. A multidisciplinary team, which means different medical providers from different specialties, may need to manage patients who have breast cancer or other breast conditions. In other words, patients are assessed by several medical providers, including a general surgeon, a radiologist, an oncologist, a psychologist in many instances, in addition, consultation with a plastic surgeon is beneficial, and this is mainly because it can help the patient clear some common questions about reconstruction and its timing. Okay. So are there options for breast reconstruction? Yes. There are many options for breast reconstruction. The options can be classified mainly in two groups, which is called the autogenous and implant-based. Okay. Autogenous means borrowing tissues from the patient's body to reconstruct the breast. So is this method entails borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. Examples of autogenous procedures are flaps. Flaps are tissues that include skin, fat, or muscle, or a combination of, of the previous, which are borrowed from one area of the body to rebuild the breast. Okay. Some of these flaps require the use of the microscope to reconnect blood vessels. Therefore, term microsurgery interventions. Other flaps can be harvested from the patient's back or from the patient's abdomen without the use of a microscope. A second option is to do implant-based reconstruction, which entails placing a tissue expander or an implant in the pocket that used to be occupied by the breast tissue. A breast tissue expander is a medical device that is placed under the skin or under the muscle and works as a balloon so that we can progressively inflate it until it reaches the desired size. It is used temporarily and has to be exchanged for a breast implant. Breast implants, on the other hand, are devices, are medical devices placed under the skin or under the muscle and may be left in position for several years. As with anything in life, both groups of procedures, autogenous, breast reconstruction and implant-based breast reconstruction have advantages, disadvantages, potential risks, and potential complications. While some patients may be good candidates for one option, they may not be candidates for another method. Sure. What is the best timing for breast reconstruction? That is a very commonly asked question, Will. Every patient is unique, and the best timing for reconstruction will vary. 
In broad terms, there are two periods for breast reconstruction, what is called immediate and what is called delayed breast reconstruction. Immediate breast reconstruction is defined as a reconstruction that happens immediately after following mastectomy. It usually employs the skin-sparing mastectomy technique. In other words, the skin envelope of the breast is preserved Mm -hmm. while the breast tissue is removed because the breast tissue is the one that usually has the cancer. Its main advantage is the improved cosmetic outcome following immediate reconstruction, and this is mainly due to the preservation of the envelope. Patients who undergo this type of surgery wake up from anesthesia with a breast mount rather than a flat chest wall, which helps them from a psychological point of view. The patient also has one hospital stay and one anesthetic for most of the surgery, followed by additional outpatient procedures uh, for revisions or other reconstructions, including the nipple. Mm -hmm. This, the skin-sparing mastectomy technique, has been evaluated from an, an oncologic perspective and there does not appear to be an increased risk of for local or distant recurrence. And this does not delay the initiation of chemotherapy or radiation therapy should the patient need it. So the other type of reconstruction is delayed breast reconstruction. Delayed breast reconstruction refers to patients who have undergone a mastectomy and then receive adjuvant therapy, and once this therapy, namely chemotherapy or radiotherapy, has ended, then we talk about reconstruction. So this can happen several months or even years after they finish their treatment. Wow. Yeah, and the appendage to these approaches is the final pathology, which is obviously known before we do any reconstruction. If any additional surgery is required, this can be undertaken without the anatomic or technical considerations that will result from reconstruction. So we basically can use a prosthesis and decide that they are adequate for that. The disadvantages are possibly inferior cosmetic results, most of the time because we find that the the skin on the chest is very, very stuck to the chest wall, Mm -hmm. sometimes very scarred, and sometimes the skin is not does not like to be expanded okay so can a patient uh, undergoing radiotherapy after mastectomy be a candidate for breast reconstruction yes that is also very very commonly asked question by patients because of the initial tumor extent or the treatment protocol some patients may benefit from radiation therapy radiation is a very well localized therapy to specific areas of the body These will cause some changes in the skin and underlying tissues in the chest. However, these patients are still candidates for some types of breast reconstruction. So yes, they they can certainly undergo reconstruction. Okay, so is breast imaging following breast reconstruction required? Yes, it is essential for breast who receive breast reconstruction to be followed by the primary care provider or gynecologist who will request different imaging studies to assess the reconstructed breast over time. It's important to keep in mind if if the patients have received the breast implant or if they have had fat grafting to let the imaging technicians know Mm -hmm. as some specific imaging features may be found. Gotcha. So is it necessary for patients undergoing breast reconstruction with the implants to have them exchanged? Yes. Breast implants must be exchanged every 
10 to 12 years after placement, depending on the implant and the patient's characteristics. Some patients develop what is called a capsular contracture, or in some patients, the implant may break. This, unfortunately, may require for the implant to be exchanged or removed even sooner. A capsule is when there is a, a tissue envelope uh, around the actual implant, which is formed by the human body. Some patients display a very thin, unnoticeable capsule, while other patients may have a very thick capsule that is it's visible. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can be palpable uh, or even painful, therefore requiring its treatment with surgery. In addition, there is also a condition called breast implant-associated lymphoma, which can appear in patients who receive reconstruction with implants. And while being very, very rare, it's something that we need to keep an eye on it. So if a patient does have an implant and it ruptures, is that a potential health hazard for them in the moment? That's uh, a very, yeah, that's an excellent question. So whenever we have a, a patient who develops an implant rupture, we need to assess the breast and we need to assess the chest. Sometimes the implant breaks and it does keep the contents inside the capsule mm-hmm. and sometimes the contents come out of the capsule. If they do come out uh, out from the capsule, there could be a very rare but potential hazard to, the, to their health. So ideally, if we know that the implant has broken, we want to make sure that we exchange it or remove it and clean the cavity. Okay. So can the nipple be reconstructed as well? Yes. Yes, the nipple reconstruction can be done uh, once the breast has been reconstructed. This is usually the last stage of the reconstruction, and there are several alternatives available uh, to reconstruct the nipple areola complex. Some options do include surgery, which are basically flaps, and there are other options that do not entail surgery, which is basically tattooing. Mm -hmm. And this is done by an expert, and it can look very, very, very natural so that patients can have their nipples reconstructed without undergoing uh, another surgical intervention and without anesthesia. Yeah. So is breast reconstruction a one-time operation or is it a process? Breast reconstruction is a year-long process. In some patients, it's less than a year. In other patients, it's more than a year. And it includes several stages. In other words, breast reconstruction is a marathon Mm -hmm. more than a sprint. Every step is essential and has its potential hurdles. However, Patients need to understand that they are not alone. Medical providers at West Tennessee Medical Group will be happy to walk this path with patients undergoing breast reconstruction. Which leads me to my next question of, are you accepting new patients right now? Yes. We are very happy to be offering our services for new patients as well. Okay. The breast reconstruction that we're talking about, do you only do medical reconstruction or do you also say somebody just wanted to have a breast augmentation done for aesthetic purposes? Absolutely, yes. We are doing also cosmetic uh, breast augmentation or breast reductions, and we help patients have a very, very natural and lifted breast that has a very nice contour, volume, and shape. Okay. So the phone number to Dr. Swell's clinic is 731-421-0030. So if you're interested or if you need to speak to him about any kind of breast reconstruction issue, he's more than happy to talk about it and get, get you seen. So Dr. Spell, thank you so much again for coming in today and talking about the topic. 
Thank you, Will. I look forward to helping many patients. Absolutely. And this has been another episode of We Talk Health.